Sebastian from the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined by... Hakim from Dead Lord. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. Surrender is totally awesome. How anxious or excited are you now waiting for the release on the 4th of September? I actually have seen some of the German reviews and they're looking really, really good. So I'm kind of starting to kind of relax a bit, but you never know. Maybe the true fans will think it's that we're sellouts. <laughs> I'm sure it will be fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm fairly new to your band. How does the album um, differ from your previous releases? Um, we recorded it as a three-piece, um, which was, you know, it's it's easier to just argue with two people in the studio than three. So that kind of made the process a bit easier in that sense. But then this is the only one we haven't recorded live. Uh, and I don't really like recording you know one instrument at a time because you can't really know you, you don't know if it's good until you have added everything and it takes forever so that was kind of you know an emotional roller coaster but uh, i think passion robert passion the guy who recorded it uh, really made it happen with uh, his sort of uh ear for uh, how rock is supposed to sound i guess i mean i'm super happy with the production so if i was totally new to your band which track from Surrender would you play to me to introduce me to Dead Lord? Mm, I think like the easiest one to just uh, get a feel for is uh, uh, Evil Always Wins. And it's also, you know, it's a bit cheeky because we stole uh, the ACDC TNT verse riff in that one. And uh, I just wanted to, I want to see if people can spot it. Not too many people do.
Obviously, you've had four, this will be your fourth album, but going back, why did you name the band Dead Lord? Uh, I was in this sort of, you know, uh, atheism sort of, I don't know, really. Uh, it, I think I thought it sounded cool, uh, but then, the, you know, it, with all band names, they aren't really good until the band is good. Uh, like Metallica, what what is that? Is that even a good band name? I wouldn't say so. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, uh, some people think, you can, or many people think when they hear the band name that we play like death metal, which is fine, I guess. We seem more dangerous than we are. The album cover is really eye-catching as well, and it's a bit like what Donald Trump's head could be like when he loses the election, isn't it? Um, but <laughs> do, you, do you plan to have it displayed at home because it's awesome? No, I don't really display, you know, Dead Lord albums at home, even if, if especially if, if I have done the artwork, that's kind of just weird. Uh, but, you know, it's nice, and I, I always, whenever I, I design uh, covers, I wanted to look sort of like something you would find in a record store that is kind of a classic thing uh, and that's the only guideline that i go for uh, and i think this one really looks like something that you kind of recognize but you haven't seen it but it looks kind of classic uh, so I'm, I'm really happy with it but i think it will stay in my uh, record bin brilliant I, I try not to when i do reviews is to compare too much to other bands but some of the songs you could actually see Phil Linnett from Finn Lizzy singing. Would you say that's like a fair comment? Oh uh, yeah, well you know I've listened to my fair share of Finn Lizzy. I must admit, uh, I actually gave our first and second album to Scott Gorham on two different occasions. Uh, the second time I met him, he lied about have, that he listened to the first album. So. Maybe Thin Lizzy like Stead Lord. What? <laughs> COVID-19 is causing havoc around the world. How will you as a band be adapting and looking to the rest of the year? And do you plan to do like some streams or is the situation a bit different in Sweden? Uh, it's kind of a bit looser here, but still, you know, no real live shows. You're allowed to play in front of 50 people, but still, you know, no venues are really open. So, and... Besides, we don't really have that many small venues anymore in Stockholm, at least, because they're closing everything down. So not too much is going on uh, as far as live shows are concerned. But, um, you know, we recorded this album uh, in February, and then it's been kind of all these little things, you know, making music videos, getting the artwork done, making sure, you know, we've been kind of busy, even though we haven't been playing. Uh, or maybe I'm just lazy now. <laughs> you know, I don't remember how much I used to work. But, uh, yeah, of course, we want to get out and play as much as we can. I think we're talking about having some sort of release party for, for our friends here and maybe putting that thing up on, uh, on YouTube or something. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you totally should. That'd be brilliant. Okay, the next one then. When you do get back to touring, which three bands 
I'll actually start that again. Which three bands, dead or alive, would be your ultimate touring buddies? Oh, they have to be nice dudes. Uh, because you don't want to tour with assholes, do you? Yeah. And that's really hard to find. Like, generally, the small... Lemmy, he seems like a super cool bloke, you know? Because he was. So that would be fun um, to tour with them, I guess. Uh, do some speed. Um, it's really tricky. Um, uh, I, I, I can tell you what band I wouldn't want to tour with. Okay. <laughs> Motley Crue. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> Proper asshats. Aren't, yeah. aren't they just, man? Honestly, Jesus. They're really showing themselves for what they are. It's just such a shame. Um, okay, then, so next one. What first inspired you to be a musician, and can you remember your first ever performance? Uh, yeah, uh, I remember, you know, my, my dad's a drummer, and uh, pretty much everyone in my family is play, plays an instrument. Uh, so we've always had, like, guitars around and stuff like that. But, I d you know, I didn't really discover it until I saw Kirk Hammett on TV with skull inlays on his fretboard. That was when, when I was like, oh, you can make guitar this cool thing. Uh, and then I got into Metallica and, you know, uh, discovered in my mom's thing. I went into this sort of, you know, wankage when it came to guitar playing. Uh, but really what got me uh, playing was, was Metallica. And the first live show I did was like, you know, the school thing when I was, I don't know, 13. And actually Martin, uh, from, from Dead Lord, he, uh, uh, we've known each other for, since we were like three years old, so we w went to the same uh, class, and uh, he actually played that same show. He, I think he played the guitar, and I played the bass and sang, and we played for Hooten the Beltos, and I don't think it sounded too great. What would you say is the most memorable concert you've ever been to with Dead Lord? Uh, you know what I mean? Playing? Playing, yeah. Uh, I, it was... Uh, we played a festival, uh, I think it was called Rock im Wald, somewhere in Germany, in the forest. And for some reason, they had booked all the Swedish bands uh, on the same day. And uh, I remember just, you know, being in a really good mood. And, you know, it's nice to meet some Swedes when you've been touring Germany for a few weeks. And then we, we get out up on stage and, it's, you know, it's sunny. It's just you're kind of pumped up because all your friends or all the other Swedish bands are there and you have to like really not mess it up and just standing there with like uh, the helicopters guys on the one side and uh, um, graveyard dudes standing by the stage and you know being like smiling and really digging you know uh, us fooling around uh, up there that was kind of a you know it felt really like the Swedes were a big family. Uh, I really liked that. That was a great show. Uh, also, wild audience. Mate, honestly, I speak to so many Swedish bands, and there's so many. Your country is just awesome for rock and metal. It's unbelievable. I love it. So I'm not going to ask you the usual question, like, why do you think Sweden's got so? We all know why. <laughs> anyway, right. The next one. If you could choose only one of the following options, which one would you choose? A short-lived career that will earn you fame and fortune, or the opportunity to make music for the next 50 years, but without any real recognition? Uh, oh, so if you get the fame, 
then you have to stop playing. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I don't think I could do that. I mean, I wanted, you know, fame and that sort of thing. I thought I wanted it when I was a kid. Uh, but uh, the more I've been, you know, touring and, and actually writing songs, it, it's, it's really just about the music now, about the, the fun and the adventure, you know, traveling around, seeing places, that sort of thing. Uh, of course, you know, it's nice if people recognize you on the street and they're like the band, but that's not really, uh, I mean, I don't really, I'm not into that sort of stuff. I don't like going out, meeting people after the shows uh, because I don't feel that I have anything to give there. I, I mean, being on stage, that's fine. That's that's fun, but uh, the whole fluff, not my thing. I know what you mean. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying there, man. Not that I've ever been on stage. Well, I have actually. I swept the fucking stage once in a theatre, and it's true. It's true. That <laughs> <laughs> is true. Right, okay then. So next one. If one of your songs could appear on a soundtrack or any film or cult TV series, which one would you choose? <laughs> uh, it would be nice to just, like... I don't, I don't even know what, what series. So I, I, probably not it. Well, a movie... You know, probably one that cashes in a lot of money. That, that would be nice. Uh, I think Quentin is kind of cool. He has always good music in his movies. So if if we were to get a call from that dude, uh, I would be more than happy. But you wouldn't want to like have your songs end up in a sucky, romantic sort of Jennifer Aniston movie. <laughs> that would be like the opposite of Rockage. <laughs> I don't know. Absolutely, mate. Okay. Who do you think influenced the world of metal and rock more than any other person? Uh, I think Lemmy was one of the last giants. Also, I don't think we'll have another singer as uh, uh, striking as uh, Dio. Uh, and it's not only, you know, because, you know, his Dio, he sang great. Like he, he's probably has one of the my yeah. He's my favorite singer, and I think that voice is just out of this world. It's also because now with everyone being able to promote their things, all the small bands they're jumping around, being on Spotify. It's a different time, and stars like that, you know, giants won't really be a thing. I think in the future, so. Um, that's a shame because then you don't get to discover them and, and that sort of magic with, with a hero fades away. So I think, I think Dio was, was really a, one of the last true giants. Okay, can you tell us why we should check out Surrender? Because it's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. We're nearly finished with you. Just a quick fire round now, five questions, and then I'll let you go. Okay, so right. either or either, yeah? So... Festival or small intimate gig? Oh, I hate I hate to say festival because it's just so nice to be on big stages and just wave your, well, just throw the guitar around. But I know that everyone who goes to shows prefer the small sweaty club shows. But I have to be egoistic there. That's cool. Vinyl or digital? Uh, vinyl. Beer or meatballs? Beer, of course. ABBA or Europe? Europe, Ab oh, I can't stand ABBA. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> the first Swede that's ever said that. Ray. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's just like fake, happy sort of gala esque. So, uh, it's disgusting. Yes, <laughs> I can't stand them either. I ah, oh, my mother used to play them all the time. It was child abuse, mate. Honestly, I hate them. I fucking hate them. I already talked to a Swede and I say that's it, Abba. I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> right, next one. Like, the final one is Greta Thunberg or Donald Trump? <laughs> uh, does anyone pick Trump? No. Oh. So, uh, yeah, I have a beer with Greta any day. Cool. And do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? I think that they should turn up the music because it's not loud enough. More is more. This is Hakim from Deadlord, and you're listening to the Metal Gods Meltdown.